Hey friends, welcome to the Empowered Mindset Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia. On this podcast, we're going to push back against toxic fitness and diet culture and learn to take off the shame it's put on us. I'm here to help you put those unrealistic body expectations back in the garbage where they belong and help you find enjoyment in fitness. We all know that exercise is supposed to be good for our health, but let's be honest, this industry that's making billions of dollars, billions with a B off of our insecurities doesn't care about our health. So let's reconnect with all the benefits of exercise that aren't rooted in weight loss and make movement enjoyable again. Strap in, let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Thank you so much for joining me on the very first episode of the Empowered Mindset Fitness Podcast. It means so much to me to have you guys listening here with me. Uh, So I just wanted to say thank you so much. So I figured for my first episode, it was probably pretty appropriate to do like an introduction and tell you guys a little bit about myself um, and who I am, why I'm here, why I love fitness so much. So to give you guys a little bit of background on me and who I am, um, I have played sports pretty much all my life. Um, I started in a church league coach pitch softball league. Um, and I remember like my dad came home one day and was like, Oh, I signed you up for softball. And I was like, cool. Like, and that was that, you know? So I played softball for about eight years, uh, through like middle of elementary school, through middle school. And then in high school, I joined the color guard team, Uh, not the ROTC color guard, the marching band color guard, the pretty ones uh, who dance and wear lots of makeup. (laughs) So um, then after high school, I didn't play any sports in college. I got my first job and could go and eat fast food whenever I wanted to. Um, So instead of gaining the freshman 15, I gained the freshman 50. I gained 50 pounds in my first year of college. Um, Now that wasn't all fast food. I also uh, was drinking a lot at the time. It was also my first year being off of antidepressants Um, cause I just, I never liked the way that antidepressants made me feel. So I quit taking them. Um, but I still had all this like stuff in my head that I didn't know how to deal with. And one day I found out that alcohol made all of that go away. So I drank a lot and I ate a lot and I gained a lot of weight. Um, and then I started working at... A CC's Pizza, which for those of you who don't know, that's a pizza buffet. And I just thought, oh my gosh, if I don't do something, like I'm just going to blow up, you know, <laughs> like I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep gaining weight. Uh, now, and I was 19 at the time. Um, so, you know, this was before I was 
enlightened about uh, health at every size and intuitive eating. And before I was really comfortable with my body, um, you know, I was very small throughout high school. Um, I probably, uh, yeah, I was really small. And so it was new to me to, to be heavier and I was very uncomfortable with it. So I got my first gym membership at a Planet Fitness and I worked with a Planet Fitness personal trainer. And from there, I really fell in love with weight training. And, you know, like whenever I first came to Planet Fitness, I, I didn't know like anything about how lifting weights won't make women bulky. Like I went in and I was like, oh, I guess I'm just going to do the cardio. Like and I didn't really want to lift weights because I didn't want to look like a man. Um, but when I, you know, met with a personal trainer, um, you know, the personal trainer, like he, I told him what my goals were and he gave me a plan that included weight training. And I thought, well, I told him what my goals were and he incorporated weight training. Maybe he knows something that I don't know. So I followed his plan and I did the weight training and I fell in love with it. Um, I, I just really loved it. And I want to say I was about six months in when I was like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to like get into personal training. Um, you know, like that sounds about right. Like your first six months into your new lifestyle change and you're an expert and you know, I was giving my friends fitness advice and I was the person that they came to and I was losing weight and you know, everything was great. Um, you know, I was eating, gosh, at the time I was using my fitness pal to track my calories and like all of my calories came from pizza because I still worked at CeCe's Pizza. Uh, so that's where I was thus far in my fitness journey. Um, so fast forward through all of that. Um, I was wanting to get my personal trainer certification, but I kept holding myself back because I thought number one, that I had to like know everything before I became a personal trainer. Um, as if like, you know, the certification courses don't exist to teach you the things you need to know. I was like, I need to learn everything before I can go and get certified. So I let that hold me back for a really long time. Um, another thing that I let hold me back was my body. Um, uh, because I never had like, even like even playing sports all my life, I've never had that, like what we consider quote unquote, athletic body type, although athletic is not a body type. Um, but you know, as far as like what society will call an athletic body type, I've never had that. Um, and so like in my mind, because I didn't have abs, like I could not be a personal trainer. So that held me back for a really long time. Um, and I eventually got into a relationship and I got engaged and he was not the right guy, like by any means. And I knew that, but there was like this, he's a nice guy and he's the smart choice. And like, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to meet someone and fall in love and settle down and get married. Well, obviously this relationship was not fulfilling to me. Like, you know, because I knew that this wasn't, this wasn't it for me. Um, but I was young and dumb, you know, I did what I did. I was young and dumb and I learned from it, but I spiraled into depression. 
Um, I should also mention by this point, I had quit drinking like when I started working out because I kind of did the thing where I was like, I'm either going to keep drinking or I'm going to work out and get in shape and get healthy. So I quit. I had quit drinking by this point um, like a year ago. Like I would still drink on occasion, but nothing like what I did before. So I had quit drinking by this point. Um, and the last year of my relationship like spiraled into a deep depression. Um, and I was just like eating my feelings. I was emotionally eating just like all the time. And I felt so out of control. And my fiance at the time was terrible. Like, uh, as far as like supporting me in fitness and things like that, he just, he wasn't supportive. And anytime I would like go off my diet, like, you know, he would say something about it and it, what I didn't know was going on at the time, it cultivated a lot of shame inside of me where like, I just felt like I wasn't living up to this person that I had been portraying myself as. Um, and I went through a period where what I started like struggling to get to the gym because like I started just like being in this place of like depression and, you know, I was swirling around in that. So it was started to become difficult for me to get myself up and get to the gym and then, you know, instead of being supportive and helping me through that, he would, you know, just make like terrible comments about like, oh, like when's the last time you went to the gym? And mind you, he didn't even work out himself. So just put that out there. Um, do with that information what you will with it. So he was that guy. Um, and I, you know, it just, I kept spiraling. I didn't have this support from him and I felt like, I was losing my identity. I felt like my fitness journey was done and I was just, I was one of the ones who didn't make it. You know, that's like, that's how I felt at the time. I just spiraled out of control and I was like, I don't know, this is my life now. Like I gained, I gained every pound back that I lost and it was very hard for me. And then we broke up and it was like, oh, depression's gone. All of a sudden I remember who I am. And I like, I seamlessly like got back into the gym. Um, and, but this time, like, instead of being like the girl who would like run on the treadmill, well, I never really ran on the treadmill. I liked the elliptical. I've always been an elliptical person, but I do the treadmill sometimes, but I really like the elliptical. But like, instead of doing like all this cardio that I used to do, like I used to get up and run at like five o'clock in the morning, um, fasted. Like, gosh, I can't believe I used to do that. And I kept it up for so long. I tried so hard for so long to be a runner. I'm not a runner. <laughs> I'm not. Um, so this time, like this switch after me and him broke up, I was just like, man, I had gained all this weight and I had felt so discouraged. I was like, I just want to lift some heavy weight. Like my entire fitness journey leading up to this, I would always look at like pictures or videos of like girls who were like moving serious weight. 
Um, and that like to me was so inspiring, but I felt like I couldn't be there because I wasn't lean enough. Like I had to lose the weight first and then I could do that. Or like, or the other thing that I would do is that I would beat myself up and be like, oh, well, I've been working out for all this time. Like, why can't I pick up that much weight? And I didn't even know like how strength training worked at that time. Like whenever your goal is strength, like for powerlifting and like strength athletes, I didn't understand any of that. Like in my mind, I was like, I've been lifting weights. Why aren't I getting stronger? Um, and it's because I was not eating nearly enough calories to sustain anything, <laughs> you know, like I ate at, at one point I was just eating salad. Like that was my life salad, uh, salad. And I think like occasionally I would have some chicken with a vegetable or like turkey and vegetables, you know, but I've like very much was not eating enough calories like at all. Um, so that was, you know, as I know now, why I was not strong. So after, you know, like this switch came and I was like, I just want to lift heavy weights. I just want to be strong. Like, I don't even want to think about the amount of weight that I have gained. I don't even want that to bring me down. I just want to lift. Like, I just want to get back into it. And I want to hit it from this angle that I've been wanting to hit it from, you know? So I did that. I got back in the gym and I was following, not really following, I took and adapted uh, five by five strong lifts to be my own uh, thing that I thought it was supposed to be, meaning I took the five by five rep scheme, like rep and set scheme, and I ran with it and I didn't like read anything else of, into like how you're actually supposed to do five by five. So I did my own little version of five by five and I just did five sets of five reps for everything. I did it for sit-ups. I did it for squats. I did it for bicep curls. I did it literally for everything. And that's totally not the way you're supposed to follow five by five, by the way. Um, totally wrong. I thought I knew something that I didn't know and I just ran with it because like, I had been working out for a couple of years and I knew everything. Um, not true, not the case. <laughs> so um, eventually, you know, I, I started to um, come around back to uh, wanting to get my personal trainer certification. I came back to that and I talked to my dad after me and my fiance broke up, my dad flew me up to Pennsylvania where he lives and I stayed with him for a week and he set up a meeting for me uh, to meet with a friend of his who is a personal trainer. My dad's a small business owner and he's in this uh, small business owner like networking group, you know, so like he knows everybody from like, like he knows a guy from like everything, you know, like if you need printing done, he knows, he knows a guy. If you need a car, he knows a guy, you know. So he had a friend from this networking group who is a personal trainer his name is Jeff Brindis. Uh, he is on Instagram and Facebook as the Mindset Athlete Coach. And I will always, always, always be so grateful to him because of the role that he played in getting me to where I am today. Because he is the one who like really pushed me over the edge to face my fears and go for it. So my dad arranged this meeting for he and I to sit down and talk and like, you know, he could answer any questions that I had and this, that, and the other thing. 
So he asked me, like, you know, we got on the topic of, like, what was holding me back? And one of the things that I said was, like, my fear of failure. You know, I brought up that that ridiculous notion that, like, I felt like I had to know everything before I got my certification. And he kind of reminded me, like, no, like, that's not how that works. You get the certification to learn the things, to get qualified. Like, that's what it's for, that course, that textbook, like doctors don't go to medical school knowing how to be doctors. They go to medical school to learn how to be doctors. Um, so then my number two thing that was holding me back was my fear of failure. And then he asked me, what happens if you fail? And I sat there for a minute in dumbfounded silence because the answer was so simple. Like, oh my gosh, I try it again. Duh. So that was that. I I jumped the, like I jumped off the deep end and I signed up for my personal trainer course and within 6 months I had passed my exam. Like, oh my gosh, dream come true. I was a certified personal trainer. Like, what? I couldn't believe it. I was ecstatic, right? Um it literally like it was my dream job, you know, and Then three days later, I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina and decided to start my personal training career in a whole new city away from all of my family, um, which was an exciting journey. But I one of the things that really happened when I got my personal trainer certification was that I still had all of these body issues. Um, And at this point, I had lost a little bit of the weight that I had gained from, you know, just like emotionally eating in my bad relationship. But I very much like did not have that like ripped, lean body type like that to me. Like it just because, you know, people say about fitness professionals, like your body is your resume, which is so much garbage. It really is so, so, so much garbage. Because what I have definitely learned in my years of being in the fitness industry, um, it was about eight years ago now that I started like working out in a gym. Um, I got my personal trainer certification four years ago. So I've, I've been around the block a few times. Um, and one of the things that I have definitely learned is that you cannot judge your personal trainer by their body. Just because they have a good body does not mean they are going to be a good personal trainer. Um, we can get into that another time. There's too much to go into that right now. But definitely don't let your personal trainer's body be their resume. You have to go by their experience. And I knew that, but that's not the culture that we live in, right? So I struggled so much with my body image still and it like got worse after I got my personal trainer certification because I was like well shoot like now I'm a personal trainer and I'm supposed to help people lose weight but I still can't stop eating fast food right like what the heck you know and I would just feel so down on myself um but I eventually got my first job in a gym uh about a month after I got my certification I pretty much, um, not begged, maybe all but begged. (laughs) I had a, I had an interview, um, and the guy had me taken through a workout, you know, just to kind of like, I guess, show that I'm competent or whatever. 
Um, and, you know, then he asked me, like, so why should we hire you? Because one thing I learned is that when you go applying for personal trainer jobs, they all want you to have experience. And I had none, like, on paper. You know, I had no, like, actual personal training experience. And so he asked me, like, why should we hire you? And I was like, look, you know, there may be people who may be more qualified than I am. There may be people who know more than I do. But let me tell you what I got. I got passion and I got heart. And this is what I want to do. And I promise you, if you give me the chance to show you what I'm capable of, you will not be sorry. Um, And he offered me the job on the spot. He told me that my workout program, my workout routine that I took him through was boring, but he believed in my potential. So I was again, so ecstatic. I was a personal trainer and now I actually had a job as a personal trainer and it was great and life was great. And I, you know, did personal training for two years in a commercial gym. And all this time I still, still struggled with my body image so much. Um, and the environment, like, you know, my coworkers definitely didn't help. Um, so at this time, like I was still like kind of lifting heavy weights and everything. And I was really starting to get into powerlifting. Um, and I didn't know what powerlifting was at the time. I just knew that like, I liked lifting heavy weights and my best friend, she is Victoria Fitness 28 on Instagram. Y'all go check her out. There might be an underscore in there now that I think about it, but I will link her Instagram handle in the show notes so that you guys can actually find her because now I can't remember if there is or is not an underscore in her Instagram handle. And I feel like the worst best friend because I feel like I should know that. Anyways, Um, so my best friend, uh, she entered a bikini contest, uh, a bodybuilding contest. And I just started thinking like of being competitive, you know, like I've been an athlete, you know, in my younger years and it's been a long time since like I've played a sport or been competitive. And I was like, that would be really cool to compete in something. Um, I thought, but if I'm going to do it, I don't want to do bodybuilding. I don't want to like be so consumed like in my physique. If I was going to compete in something, I wanted it to be strength related. And I was talking to a guy at the gym about it at the time. And he was like, well, why don't you try powerlifting? And I was like, I didn't know what powerlifting was. Okay. I was one of those like people who thought that powerlifting was CrossFit and CrossFit was powerlifting, you know? So like, I heard powerlifting and I was like, yeah, but like, I don't want to, you know, throw weight up over my head. Like I've just seen too many YouTube fail videos. Like I don't want to do that. And he was like, no, powerlifting is what you're already doing. It's squat, bench and deadlift. So from there, I got into powerlifting. I, you know, did a bunch of research on it. Like, how do you enter your first powerlifting competition? Like, what is powerlifting? I did every kind of research except for how to train for powerlifting. Because again, I thought I knew everything. Um, And I knew at this point, I at least knew that there were rep ranges that you wanted to stay in for actual strength training. Like when strength is your goal and not necessarily endurance or hypertrophy, muscle building. 
So I kind of had an idea of what I was doing, but I still wasn't following an actual program. I would just kind of go in and see how much weight I could lift each day. And I would just kind of like, okay, this is how much weight I can lift today. Um, which, you know, got me so far, but it only got me so far. And eventually, you know, I, uh, somehow or another, I came across the, the existence of powerlifting programs. Like there are, there's an actual like approach to powerlifting, you know, that like you follow this approach and you get stronger, you know. Um, and it was through powerlifting that I really started to understand how much toxic information is out there in the fitness industry because all of a sudden I was having to hold myself back and rein myself in and like really prioritize rest and recovery, which I'd never done that before. I'd always like, oh, go hard or go home unless you puke, puke, faint or die. Like, don't stop, you know, like all that, like all of that, you throw it out the window in powerlifting. Um, and it was the first time that I had experienced that, right? So I really, like I said, I had to, once I started following like an actual program and like there are set amounts of weights that you do and like this is the weight you do and this is the reps you do and it's not you go until failure. Like you save your, you know, nothing left on the table for the competition, like everything else, you, you really have to prioritize your rest and recovery. Um, so I started like getting exposed to this other way of training and it was so odd. Like I thought I wasn't working hard enough, you know, because I wasn't like wobbling out of the gym every day on wobbly legs because oh, leg day was so hard, you know, it was very new to me. But of course, all this time, I was still struggling with my body image, um, although it was getting better uh, because through getting in powerlifting and having something else to focus on that was not my weight really helped. Um, like it was just so cool to think like I'm in this sport that does not require me to uh, you know, be lean and shredded and ripped, you know, and then I had something else that I could focus on that wasn't my weight, you know. Um, but all this time, I really struggled to get clients. And the gym that I worked at, it was the kind of dynamic where we had a uh, like a salesperson who would sell personal training and then distribute those clients to personal trainers. Um, now let me tell you what, I was the only chubby powerlifter, uh, sorry, the only chubby personal trainer at this gym. The only one. Um, and I like almost never got clients. Um, like I, you know, worked under a couple of different fitness directors. Those were the ones who did all the sales. And like, I would have to go and confront them and be like, Hey, like, I see so-and-so, like, you just gave them, like, 10 clients, um, and this person, you just gave them this many clients, and, like, what, like, why am I getting skipped in the rotation, you know, why aren't I getting any clients, and, like, there was always some excuse of, like, oh, well, they this and that, like, it was always something, um, but I knew, I knew what it was, it was my body, you know, 
um, because your body is your resume, like that's what they say. Um, and almost any clients that I had, I had to get for myself. Um, nobody gave me clients, nobody. Um, and you know, I would hear them, I would hear other trainers talk about, apparently there was a trainer there before me who was also chubby and like, they would never talk about me, you know, to my face, but they would talk about this other trainer. And I'm like hearing you talk about this other trainer who was also chubby and like, I'm chubby. And that's the way you talk about her. Like, of course, like, what are you saying about me behind my back? Um, and it was crazy to be in this environment and, and like, I wasn't even like a, a, a big person. Like I wasn't, you know, I was pretty, pretty average, you know? Um, and so like, I, I still, I just struggled with this, you know, like I, like I said, any client that I got, I had to get for myself. Nobody gave me clients and I was qualified. Like I was on the payroll by the gym, you know, like I, somebody decided, that um, I had the qualifications necessary to work this job. And yet I still struggled to get clients because they wouldn't give me clients, right? And so eventually I reached the point where I was like, you know what? If they're not going to give me clients, um, I'm going to go off somewhere else. I'm going to do my own thing. Like if I'm going to have to go and get my own clients anyways, I'm going to go off and do my own thing. And then I won't even have to deal with any of this, you know, because one of the perks of working in that environment was that I wasn't supposedly wasn't going to have to do any of the sales work because I really didn't like the sales side of, you know, anything. I don't like sales. <laughs> like, just to be honest with you, I don't like sales. Um, so that was, that was, you know, going to be the trade-off was that I was going to work in this gym and I was not going to earn quite as much money, but I wasn't going to have to sell my services myself. Um, but then I ended up having to do that anyways. So I was like, well, if I'm going to have to do that anyways, um, I'm just going to go off and do my own thing, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So, um, I, in 2017, I gained a little bit of weight over the holidays, you know, um, because I was, I was just getting into, not just getting into powerlifting. I'd been into it for a little while, but I wanted to experiment with bulking because I was starting to understand that in order to really get stronger, you had to eat. Like it's hard to get strong when you're not eating enough. So I experimented with a uh, bulk and I gained weight and I like my body image issues, you know, they came back so hard and I like, I, I almost couldn't even stand to look at myself, you know, and it wasn't even me not liking my body so much as me understanding that the weight that I had put on as far as everybody else's perspective was affecting like how I was being viewed as a personal trainer. Um, and it wasn't even a lot of weight. It was like 10 or 20 pounds. Um, and, and I just, like I said, that really, it got to me, you know, and I remember I reached a certain weight and I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. I was, you know, intending to continue my bulk for another month, but I ended up quitting it. 
And I then went on like the strictest diet that I have ever like done. I think I went like four weeks without even like taking a cheat meal or anything. And this was at the beginning of 2018. And it was the beginning of me starting to get into really disordered eating behaviors. Um, So a couple of things that happened in the months following. Now I am and have always been a person who loves food. Um, I was involved in a church in North Carolina and like we would get together for life group and we'd have food and like they'd always send me home with the leftovers because like none of them liked leftovers and I love leftovers and I love free food, you know, so I'd always take the leftovers and, you know, I always like ate food when I went to social gatherings. I like the thing that I would always tell my clients or that I tell anybody who's, you know, getting into trying to eat better is enjoy yourself. Like don't, don't get caught up in being so perfect that you can't even like enjoy your vacation or that you can't do this. And like all of this easygoing advice that I would give to clients, I started to not allow myself to follow. Um, and I remember I went to Pennsylvania with my mom, my little brother, uh, he, he spins fire and he is wildcat 25,000 on Instagram. If you guys want to go check him out, he's pretty cool. Um, he doesn't really post on Instagram so much anymore, but he does have some stuff up there. It's really cool. If you want to go check him out. Um, anyways, he got his first gig performing at a festival. It was a pretty big deal. So me and my mom went up together and, this was in March of 2018. So it was, I was very much, um, you know, in the depths of all this disordered eating, um, where I I went on this vacation and gosh, would not come up off of my diet. Um, and now at the time I had also registered for my first powerlifting competition. So like in my mind, it was all for this weight class that I wanted to compete in. And there was no reason that I needed to compete in this weight class. It was just this lower body weight. And I felt like having this lower weight class to compete in, um, would give me, you know, motivation to lose this weight so that I could like, you know, stop hating myself so much, uh, in, in reference to like how I looked as a personal trainer. Um, so that's kind of like what I told myself, you know, and I think to a degree, I, well, no, I, I was honest. I, I can, I was honest with myself at the time. It was totally, yeah, it was, it was about losing weight. But what I would tell people, um, was that it was, you know, this weight class that I signed up for and like, nobody questioned it. Nobody ever questioned like, why did you sign up for this weight class that now you're like trying to, you know, you have to be so strict on your diet, like to get there. Um, so me and my mom, you know, we went up to Pennsylvania and I would not let up off of my diet, uh, on this trip, which is like, you know, one of the number one pieces of advice that I would give to people is, you know, enjoy your fake, your vacation, you know, like one week isn't going to kill you. But like, like I said, you know, all this advice that I would give out to people, I stopped letting myself follow it. So We went to the Hershey Chocolate Factory up there. If you've never been, it's great. Um, I've been several times. I have family up in Pennsylvania, and I have had family up there since I was little. 
Um, and it's just like part of my childhood. We always have to go. My daughter loves it, you know. So we went to the Hershey Chocolate World and I didn't eat any chocolate. So I didn't, I didn't let up off of my diet for this trip. And over the course of the beginning of 2018, as I was leading up to, you know, this competition that I was telling everybody that this is why I was, you know, being so serious about my diet all of a sudden it was to get to this weight class, um, I, I would bring my own food to my life group meetings, you know, instead of being the enjoyable, like, oh, like, yeah, I'm gonna have food. Like, you know, I would bring my own food. I started being that guy. I'd bring my own food and I turned down so many foods that like I just would have loved to eat that I normally would have allowed myself to eat. Um, I went to like Super Bowl Sunday that year. I went to a Super Bowl party and I ate raw vegetables off of the vegetable platter and I stared at all the other food all night. I wanted to eat it so bad, but I didn't and I, I wouldn't, you know. Um, and so I was really like, and, and at the time it made me feel so good, you know, to be so in control of my diet. Um, it made me feel like finally I was, something was clicking as a personal trainer, like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I'm worthy now because I'm, I finally mastered it. I'm finally in control of my food and my eating and look at me, I'm going to social gatherings and I'm not eating the red velvet cheesecake brownies that I want so bad. You know, that was like, I don't know, it really stroked my ego, you know? And of course, like I did lose a lot of weight because I wasn't eating anything pretty much. I mean, I was, I was eating enough to still continue like powerlifting and stuff, but you know, um, so yeah. And then after that competition, I let off of the diet, you know, I, uh, decided to like try again with this whole bulk thing. And I, um, I gained, you know, of course I gained some weight back and then I competed again and then I decided, okay, I'm not going to compete again until I get my weight to where I want it to be because, like, I just can't, like, you know, trying to, like, compete and, like, lose weight. Like, it just doesn't really work, so I'm just going to do one or the other. So I decided I wasn't going to compete again until I lost all the weight that I wanted to lose. Um, but then I, I was dealing with an injury, and so then, like, whenever I got past the injury. I was like chomping at the bit. I was like, I got to compete again. Um, so I was, I, you know, went in for another competition and was still trying to cut weight. And now at this point, I thought that I had finally found the holy grail of macros. Like I finally found the right amount of macros that are going, that, that I'm losing weight and I'm still able to keep powerlifting. This is great. And all this time I was still being so obsessive over my food. Um, not quite as obsessive as I had been in the beginning of 2018, but still pretty obsessive. So, um, super obsessive thought I had found the magical macros finally and like the magical combination 
But one thing that I started to do was I started to combine 5-2 intermittent fasting with like what I was doing. Now 5-2 intermittent fasting, the protocol, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to, and I'm not advocating for intermittent fasting here at all, like just to plug that in real quick. Um, you're supposed to fast for two days out of the week and eat at your maintenance calories for five days out of the week. Um, but I would be in a deficit five days out of the week and then also fast two days out of the week. So definitely not enough calories. Um, and then eventually I got so sick of that. I got so sick of dieting. And at this point I was at like the lowest body weight that I had been in years. Right. And so like, I was just so excited about it. Um, at the time I was using another weight class in another competition to, you know, fuel my motivation to lose weight. And this time it was, it was an even lower weight class than, you know, the first time that I did this. Um, and I got less than 10 pounds away from that weight class and I was done. I, uh, I went on a business trip. It was kind of spur of the moment. Um, I was not personal training at this time. I had in uh, October 2018, I moved back to Florida from Charlotte and ended up uh, taking a, a job like in sales. Um, but it was doing uh, product demos, really. So sort of sales, sort of not. Um, but so that's what I was doing at the time. And so then I went on this business trip and... I was trying so hard to like stick to my diet and, but you know, like we were, it was a training thing. So I was there with a couple of people and like the trainer guy who lived there, you know? And so like he knew the hometown and, or it was his hometown and like he knew the town and he like wanted to show us around like in our downtime. He like, oh, like there's this donut spot. And I'm like, all right, like I, I'm, I eat the donut, you know? And so like I would, I ate a couple donuts, but I felt so guilty about it. And like one day we went out to lunch or a couple of days we went out to lunch and, you know, it was just like trying to balance my diet on this business trip. I kind of started to remember cause like the amount of stress and guilt and shame I was feeling trying to, to not cheat on this trip. I started to remember like that little voice of like, Hey, you remember what you tell to other people about not trying to stick to their diet on like vacation. And like, I wasn't on vacation, but it was like kind of the same concept, you know? Um, and so then I started to give in. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, what am I doing? You know, like I'm just causing so much stress on myself and this stress is so much worse for me than any amount of donuts I'm going to eat or, you know, the wine and cheese platters. And like, so I let myself enjoy it. And when I got back from that business trip, I was so done. Uh, I then proceeded to go on like a year long diet hiatus. Um, and I gained weight like you do, you know, um, but this time my mindset was different. I, I just, I just wanted to enjoy food. Like I was so sick of it. I was like, I need a break, you know? Um, so I, I went into it. I was like, I was like, I'm going to gain weight. Like it's going to happen. It's inevitable. I'm going to gain weight. 
Um, but originally like it was going to be a month, you know, I was like, I'm going to take a month off and then I'm going to go back to it. And then it was like, I just kept pushing it back and kept pushing it back. Like, Oh, I'm going to get back to it. I'm going to get back to it. Um, and now here we are. That was July, 2019. And now here we are. Was it October, 2020? And still kind of like, I've pulled back the reins a little bit, you know, cause I, so I've, I've been kind of trying to do like intuitive eating. Um, and so I guess like when you start intuitive eating, you go through this phase of like, oh my gosh, I've been restricting and now I'm not restricting. So I'm going to eat a bunch of like, you know, whatever foods that like I, I wouldn't let myself eat. I kind of like did that before I came to intuitive eating. So I'm kind of like balancing out now and yeah, that's where I am. Um, and I started Empowered Mindset Fitness like a month ago originally with the intention that I was going to help people love their bodies while they're losing weight, you know, like love themselves throughout the process, like be proud of yourself every step of the way. You have to love your body before you lose the weight or you won't love it after you lose the weight. Um, that was originally my vision for, you know, empowered mindset fitness. Um, but after I started it, I started coming across all of these, oh, so many resources that I, I, I don't even know how I got down this rabbit hole of intuitive eating, um, and health at every size and all these other things that I've now been getting into. And I have realized that I don't have to build my personal training business on weight loss, which is something that I've never really been passionate about before. It's just been something that kind of comes with it, you know? Um, and so I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have to do that, you know? Um, because some of the things that I am so passionate about as a, a power lifter is strength training. I love strength training. And my biggest wins as a personal trainer have had nothing to do with helping people lose weight. Um, they've always been like helping people get stronger, helping people move better and live pain-free. I really, I really geek out on corrective exercise. I just love it so much. Um, so yeah, that's where I am now. And yeah, oh, that was a lot. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. This is awkward. Like I've just told you guys like my whole life story and, um, now I have to say goodbye. I don't have to, um, but I'm going to because that's all I have. That's it. That's my story from how did I get into fitness and struggling with body image issues and disordered eating behaviors and all of that. So I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. It was such a pleasure getting to hang out with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with your friends. I want to make waves in the fitness industry and help bring in a new status quo. And I need your help to do that. 
If you share this on social media, please tag me so that I can personally thank you for helping me get this message out. If you're also fed up with the fitness and diet industry, make sure you subscribe so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Empowered Mindset Fitness, and be sure to check out EmpoweredMindsetFitness.com for the latest blog posts. Are you interested in working with me? Reach out to me on social media or check out my website for more information. Thanks again for listening, guys. It really does mean so much to me, and I appreciate you more than you know.